it would have to do. Grasping the corner of the blanket at his feet, he pulled, rolling out the body cocooned within, flipping it until it broke free and sprawled, lifeless and indignant, in front of him. Stealing himself, he reached into the bag slung over his shoulder and removed the tools he'd need, setting them neatly in a row. There was no going back. It was too late for that. His only hope, the one he clung to during the long nightmare that followed, was that these atrocious acts he was committing had a purpose, that they fanned a distant flame of flickering light at the end of a deep tunnel. Or so he wanted to believe. Chapter 2 Six Months Earlier The girl watched. All day, she'd silently observed. Mostly the woman who walked like she had a sickness. She saw the way the woman stood straighter and spoke stronger when others were around. When the woman was alone, the girl saw how her shoulders dropped and the truth showed through, though no one saw it. No one but the girl. As the hours passed and the woman went about her routine, a longing grew in the girl. Not just hunger, which had begun to rumble in her belly and would grow sharper by the hour. The girl was used to hunger. It was more than that. The woman and the young man and the old man who strutted and crowed like a banty rooster, they were part of a set that made up a whole. She'd seen families before, but she'd never known that feeling. She stayed hidden, not daring to draw too close. Not close enough to be seen, anyway. She'd watched, and she'd wondered. She'd seen them come and go, then come back again. Did it feel different to go from place to place, when you knew there was a spot in the world you belonged and had people to return to? Or did they take it for granted, never realizing they'd be noticed, a missing piece, if one of them never returned? She crept closer, all the way to the edge of the woods, as evening came on. The mosquitoes buzzed around her, and she heard the bullfrogs singing off-key from the marsh far to her back, but she paid them no mind. She watched the house, no, the home, with a single-minded intensity. Smells from the kitchen reached her, ribbons floating on the breeze. They pulled at her, teasing her hunger for food and a deeper hunger for things she couldn't name. She followed those ribbons, stepping from the shelter of the woods. It wasn't dark yet, it wasn't wise, but she gave no thought to consequences. Closer and closer she came. Her steps were light, and she disturbed nothing as she found a window to peer inside. Her stomach grumbled, and her heart ached in new ways, but the family took no notice. They were together, unconcerned about the gathering dark outside and unaware of the girl who was watching. Lost in a trance, 
she couldn't look away and didn't want to. For a time, she closed her eyes and listened to their voices, muffled and sharp and soft, and she forgot everything. She forgot that she was dirty and alone in a place she didn't understand. She forgot the troubled road that had brought her to this place. She forgot the gnawing hunger in her belly. It was the laughter, such a foreign and joyous sound that pierced her daydream. It was a careless thing. She'd never laughed like that. And she knew she never would. With a gasp, the girl ran. She didn't belong in this place any more than she'd ever belonged anywhere. The shadows of the trees and the night swallowed her again.